Grammatica analysis of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Pilot, recorded March 12, 2019, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we are going to do an analysis of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Pilot. So, season one, episode one. All right. And let's start by identifying the four through lines. The overall story. Anybody want to try to summarize that in a real short sentence? Bad phrases. So I'm just going to take a stab at it. Um, measuring up, winning in comparison to others, or keeping up appearances. Or do you? Phrase well, no. Think of the overall less. story. What's what's going on? That it's involving everybody in the in the story, as opposed oh. to that's that's more sort of more thematics or. Okay. Yeah. Which is where yeah. Putting on a successful act. Okay. Um, no. I, I was going to say just crumbling relationship. Yeah, the marriage, the young marriage of the Maisels, although that doesn't really account for the office. Which office? His office. Joel's office. Oh. So right. I thought it was one a wannabe comedian uh, uh, trying to break in. Okay. Um, or dealing with the wannabe comedian. Or being concerned with getting their perfect life? Or is that the well, man? Be, you know, think, try to think of it as broadly so that you're not that describing just maybe the husband-wife relationship. If that is the key, I'm not sure if that's the, the subjective story. But if it isn't, but something that, you know, they're the parents, they're the in-laws, there's the... Uh, so people like in the in the, the being Jewish in New York, sort of. Is the okay, thing. and or trying to break into comedy um, in the '60s as a Jewish slob now, or, or but there's also there's also making amends with the rabbi, right? Um, part of this, I think it's next episode. Well, that's the overall, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's what I'm asking about the overall story. Yeah. So that's like, part of that. Um, not everyone's concerned with that, right? No. Well, the family is. People All the and family that's it. are. And, and, no, but, I, but, right. So you've got, but what are the elements? You've got the, um, comic, the, the comedy, comedy, comedy store, store right. whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, the gaslight, gaslight, right? The jobby hates. Um, you've got a, try, a, try to think of it as, like, the, Husband who hates his day job and wants to become a, a comedian, but who's terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the wife who wants to do everything perfectly, wants to be the perfect wife. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you've got the... And you've got the, you know... The dad who gets mad at the maid for coming into mm-hmm. his room. Right. So, but the, the Jewish family, or Jewish right. family. So, I mean, that pretty much involves the community except for some of the, <laughs> the comedy store. Right. You're right. Uh, there's a lot there, and then you've got the, the co-workers as well. Okay, so you have so it would be a Jewish couple in the '60s having a hard time, uh, whose whose marriage is falling apart. I mean, that's kind of what it's about. The thing is, I mean, that's the whole yeah. yeah. So, and the reason that I, I would I would put in the Jewish and 60s is that it, that's the 
flavoring. It's not essential, but it does make it more specific to understanding, oh, this, if you said that, then somebody reading that line would understand, oh, that's probably the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's certainly contextualized. Right. So, a Jewish couple in the 60s uh, New York City um, having relationship problems. And then obviously we've got all, there are all sorts of different kinds of problems, um, but the comedy part is also a big, big part of the overall story. So you'd want to pick that in there, but it's kind of, you know, the, I think we went in, run into the little bit of a problem that it's the beginning of a series. So mm -hmm. you're establishing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the one thing I would be careful about when we're talking about this, the story that's in this, there is, I think there is a story form here. Mm -hmm. Try to think of, okay, how many of the things are relevant to this, this story as opposed to things that are setups for something that may be coming down the line. Because there are clearly lots of problems that are being established yeah. that you're not seeing resolved in any way, shape, or form, or maybe even addressed again. Like there's something going on between uh, the husband and his brother-in-law, or is it his brother, or is it his? Who's the the? Remember the friends or the other the coworker? Archie. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's his cousin. I guess that's his cousin. It's you his don't cousin. know that now, but yeah. you find out that he's working for his uncle, and that's Bro. the that's the son of the Bro. uncle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, it's all about family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's so. Um, but the coworker, okay. you know, there's some, you know, that that's that he's weird about them yeah. for some reason, but they're obviously really close for some reason. They don't really explain that in this. In and this Archie's way. wife there is real close to Archie's wife. Imogene is real close to, uh, uh, Mrs. Maisel to Midge because mm -hmm. she's there at the measuring point. And oh, right. And it's because right. they're a family. Right. I mean, you know, right. again, you, they don't establish all of the things so that right. they can, they leave a lot of information that's not necessary out, which is great, you know, because it keeps the mm -hmm. the story trim, and you're not trying to do everything in the very first first one. Okay, so who is the main character? Midge. Midge Maisel. Midge. And what's interesting is is that Midge is the main character, Mrs. Maisel is the objective character. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. the comedian or the wife or the whatever, that, that's all Mrs. Maisel, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and now who is the influence character or who are the potential influence characters? Susie, I would say. Susie is the... Um, Barbie. The, the com oh, right. The, is the... Well, it wants to be the talent manager. manager. Yeah, yes. the Barbie. Yeah. Uh, Barbie Kelvin for the bar. Um, yes, yeah, Susie from the bar, right? I think Joel. Uh, Joel. And Joel. Okay. Joel. Anybody else? Or is that some of that? 
apart from maybe somebody saying a, a yeah, line no, that no. that works to yeah. further the subjective story of the relationship. Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe Lenny Bruce does some of that, but I don't know. Well, I have a question regarding archetypes now in, in regards to this influence. Wait, story, mind, influence, but then like. If Lenny Bruce was the guardian, let's say, and Joel I deemed as the antagonist, they'd still play the role of the influence character? They could. They can. And then I thought, oh, and I actually said Susie was a contagonist. So is that, could that be influence contagonist? Yes. Yeah, yes. you certainly can. Mm -hmm. yeah. And would they, so would influence pass off? Well, even they have these different archetypes? And does everyone, how does everyone feel about that? Well, the, there's a okay. case. The characters in the overall story, they all have their functions. Mm -hmm. And you can hand off those functions from one player to the next to the next. So if a character dies, you still need to have someone representing that function, you know, like a protagonist. If your protagonist dies, you still need someone to pick up the ball and move forward, or your guardian, or whoever. Um, in this one, nobody dies, but, uh, but you can have that. You can have influence characters be represented by, um, which is a subjective character as opposed to an objective character. So they're more about the perspective. And if you're going to hand a handoff, say it's it's portrayed by multiple players, maybe sequentially, or as a group. If it's as a group, then they basically are understood as a group. If it's sequentially, it's this one, then. This one plays it, and that one plays it because of the absence of the others. You generally you'll never have them being an influence character at the same time in the same space because then it gets really confusing. <laughs> uh, you you can technically do it, but it just requires a lot of clever storytelling. Um, a lot you got lots of explaining to do. So. Um, so it is possible. It's harder to do with a main character in a film. You can do it, but we're just not used to firsthand being able to body jump, right? Mm -hmm. But yes. the easiest way to think of it is if you have a character that uh, the main character that's body jumping, that's kind of what it feels like. Um, without the sci-fi aspect of that, you can have a main character that you see it in novels a lot, where you've got this one character who's got a worldview. And then another character that's pretty much has exactly the same kind of worldview, but is a completely different person, and maybe even a different thread, and they never even meet. But the fact that they're both exploring the same issues, then you can say that they're both the main character, or they could be a main character in a in a different story. You know, so novels tend to have multiple stories going on. Just fill it in. Um, all right. So if it's the Midge Susie. Relationship. What is that relationship? Well, it's not much of anything in this episode. We're just looking at this one, right? Like it's just a. Well, she what encourages. Is she encourages her to explore being a comedian. She sees her and pushes her. It's like. Even even they even begin that the first time. Yeah. The first time they're interacting. Ah. When Joel, Joel is up on stage mm -hmm. and Midge notices that she's like she got this weird reaction. Mm -hmm. They'd be like mutual judges of comedians or of, of Joel as a comedian. That's even a relationship. Well, I think it has more to do with, okay, 
So I don't think a relationship is going to be about a third party, okay? Um, particularly one that might potentially be another influence character. Right. Um, but I do think that they have essentially almost a teacher-student relationship. You've got someone who's really just a midge doesn't know anything about comedy from the business point of view. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone who is a totally experienced in that world and recognizes talent, recognizes lack of talent, mm-hmm. and is also really direct, you know, whereas Midge is everything but direct, you know, she, she doesn't. She deflects. Yeah. Most of the people, most of her family, they are always never talking about the real problem. They're always talking about something else. Um, and so there's the beginnings of maybe that's a, a relationship, but certainly is if you've seen that that's what develops. That one is the beginning of something that maybe is only just the start of a, a relationship. Um, but it would be almost like a, it's not quite mentor student. It's like the sort of the pro and the neophyte kind of a thing, you know, the newbie and the pro, the, the old pro. Um, Oof, that's pretty small in this episode. Right. So, uh, but right, and I'm not saying so. It's a very it's that would that would be the neophyte pro, but it's kind of weak. All right. She does seem to act like a gatekeeper, also. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's the overall story. That's <clears throat> that's all about becoming a comedian. You know, because that's the. The goal seems to be making it big, or finding one's dream, or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. All right, how about the midge? And the problem with this one, as a as Susie, as a full-on influence character, she's pretty much she's got there in the beginning, yeah. there at the end. She's a little bit in between, but she's she's. Um, Really acting more like a, a gay, gatekeeper. She's she's being the honest one, <laughs> telling it like it is. Yeah. But I'm not sure that that's that. Maybe what, when we figure out what Midge is all about, personally, that might be the right one. And maybe it's just very lightly explored. All right. Now, what about Midge and Joel? Because Joel drops out for the last third of the movie, about third of the show. Right. Okay. But they are a married couple. Married couple. Well, right, but, but he's still having gonna, an impact on her. Right, she's talking about him in the, yeah. in the comedy bit and right. stuff. That's when so. she's going on stage. She's talking to Joel to start off with. We're talking about him and his girlfriend and all that stuff. Right. So, what was what is their relationship? Marriage. Yeah, failing yeah. marriage. But it's also oh, it's also that's like or it's out. almost it's almost like it's not it's not the marriage. It's almost like it's not almost competitors. But yeah, it's more like. Comedian and supporter of comedian who, know, who is really the one who knows. Because well, like in the but, taxi, it's all about the show, right? It's not about their marriage. It's like look I at the very first show. shot in the series. Mm-hmm. She stands Stand up, up. She's doing stand-up. and she's doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, at her own wedding. Yeah. yeah. 
So she is a comedian. That's who she is. She just doesn't see herself that way. But right. she is a comedian. You know, even the notes that she writes down, the jokes that she writes down, she realizes that she's been doing this when she happens to much later into the into the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't think the marriage is the relationship. Like, they're married, but, like, that's not the relationship they're okay. going through. That's, and, I mean, because it's, think it's like a big a fight. The big like, thing in the right. scene, the big emotional scene is you do someone else's act. Right. Right. Which is just a betrayal to her. Like, she doesn't even know why, but it's so, it totally guts her. So is it more of like well, a partnership then? It, she, not at first. She's just sort of like, oh, and that's okay? You know, it didn't seem like it's it, right. But then when she finds out, oh, no, 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 this is not okay. No, I think it guts her in that scene. I think yeah. she ends that scene like, this does not feel right. Right. Like yeah, she's it's being phony. Yeah. It's phony, right. Which just sets it up for him not being funny the next night. He already knows he's going to bomb. Right. Although she, 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 she has to know that, that what he's telling is the truth by the end of the show because that last comedian on stage is doing the same skit at the 145. Mm-hmm. Right. And so obviously then other comedians steal from other comedians or borrow, as the case may be. Yeah, but they're not real comedians. And I'm like, well, right, but, yeah, that, I mean, but yeah, I mean, the point at that at that point is is that she now knows the difference. Yeah, and remember, Lenny Bruce, who's right at the beginning after the after she does her stand up at the wedding. The next thing you see is them seeing Lenny Bruce, right? And so they introduce a real comedian just to sort of set the bar, right? You know, somebody who's really funny and seems original and seems to be spontaneous to some degree. And then, you know, we see Joel and he's like really, he's funny, but he's sort of flat and, you know, his delivery is too slow. And okay, so, but the relation, but as a relationship, it could be about the, about the, the marriage, but it, that seems to be the overall story. So it has to do with, Being, it's like it's like fledgling comedians or something because he's never going to be good, but she doesn't step out. Right, but what is it that they argue about? Supporting the other's dreams. Right. Or supporting the initial lifestyle that they'd initial that they agreed to. They married over. Like her life versus comedy. What What's the position of pipe dreams between the two of them? Um, because she expects him mm-hmm. to be a provider and, mm-hmm. and, and to carry his job and to carry his weight. Um, and he's saying, if I do that, I will have sold my soul to the company store. I, you know, I need my pipe dreams or else I'm just going to die. Right. You certainly see it. And, and, and I think that's a really strong thematic argument in that relationship because she's the one who had all the potential she went to all the best, all that stuff, and we find out from her father that she was told right up front that this guy was not going to make the cut. But she, you know, she bought into it. She was 100% committed to it. And he's the one who bails, which is, which completely floors her. But 
um, you know, she's she is living her life for him in that relationship, mm-hmm. and he's the one who who bails. So right. that kind of leaves her, you know, completely abandoned, but mm-hmm. and with no idea how to or where to go at that point. So I mean, I think that the the marriage, that relationship that they have between the between Midge and Joel, not in the comedy store, but just on a personal level, is the is really key because you see that whether they're fighting and you know all the emotional intensity is over in in that area. The comedy stuff between them is not so much. And even when she gets drunk and goes on stage and starts talking about her relationship, that's where all the emotional intensity and the rea- real reality is. So I think that, you know, she goes from looking at, she, she's looking at things in a very Pollyannish way. And the, relation, the marriage that, at the beginning, by the time we see it at the, at, at the beginning, of, at four years later, it's on the rocks, but she doesn't know it. And mm-hmm. she's the one who is struggling to keep it going and doesn't realize that the ship has already sailed. But she's seeing her relationship, her dream relationship, fall apart. So I think that is, and, and, he, and he's the one who's doing it. And he's taking, you know, he's really just crappy, you know. They have kids. You know, he's not abandoning her just. He's abandoning the family and everything that goes with it. So, um, <coughs> and then what? what is Midge's relationship with Lenny Bruce? Is there one? She's inspired by him, but I don't, I don't think she's... I think they have a relationship. Well, I think Lenny Bruce... And Susie are the same thread. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I think because Susie is the one in the middle who basically tells her how to how to evaluate sort of what's real versus what's not, and Lenny Bruce validates why she should continue along that path because she she feels that that's the right path. But then she goes and bails out Lenny Bruce, and it's like, so tell me, is it worth it? You know, <laughs> I mean, would you do this if you could do anything? He's like, no, I'd do anything else except it. You know, but I'm not good at anything else. But you know that that's he's saying that, but that's not the reality because he keeps on, you know, getting thrown in jail, and he knows everybody at jail, and it's like, you know, I'm always at that precinct. That's one my my preferred place. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't get a choice, you know? Um, so I think I think that Lenny Bruce and Susie are actually part of the same thread. Mm-hmm. What you know, whether or not we determine that that's what the relation that is the relationship through line or that the, the Joel one is, um, we can figure out. I suspect that what we might be able to find out by understanding the overall story and the main character, we can look at the story form and see what fulfills those two roles and maybe that'll help us identify better what the intent was. Does that sound uh-huh. all right? Yes. Okay. okay, great. So, on to the dynamics. Main character resolve, change or steadfast. Uh, so does uh, Midge. 
change her essential nature or remain steadfast? And how do we know? I think she changes. And we know because her wedding stand-up is about how much she plans. And the end of the show is essentially a series of spontaneous events. She gets up on stage. She does this thing she didn't plan for. She looks like she's ready to go try to be a stand-up, which has never occurred to her. Um, but mostly I think it's the spontaneity of the doing the stand-up. Is everybody okay with that? Good. Yes. Okay. So we have change. How about main character approach? Door or beer and why? How do we see it? Beer? Okay, how do we... Um, she's like just changing herself to fit every situation. Like she wants to keep the illusion that she doesn't wear makeup at night. So she like sneaks out to the... Washes her face and comes back in to the bed. Um, uh, she's like maintaining the role of like housewife. She's like working out and measuring herself, like changing herself to, or is that the... And, and when I saw a problem come up, uh, which may have been late in the game from my eyes, but uh, uh, when Joel left, she went and got broke. And, and she said, I'll do anything. I'll change. Right. right. I'll change. That's why I think in this case she's a whiner. Whiner? <laughs> <laughs> Because she says, like, I'll be better. Thinks about the one. When, when he threatens to leave, she's like, I'll change. As opposed to a beer. It's supposed to be beer, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. And I saw those acts as a doer. Yeah, it is. Is that doing? I don't know. Now she gets it, she wakes up early, she changes the curtain, she puts on the Yeah, she goes to the comedy club, she makes the roasts, you know. But, but she she's doing it all to maintain. The, those were done in response to problem solving. I, I mean, I understand. There was no problem that we saw going on at that point. Okay, when her husband doesn't have um, a time slot he likes, that's a problem. She How does she yeah. solve it? No, but but it's it's they already know that he's never going to have a good time slot. That brisket's already being cooked. Right. They have gone through this a number of times, and the next time they have to bring the brisket and the latkes. Does that make it not a not a problem? Yes, it makes it a routine. Well, no, it's a problem, but she already understands the process, how to resolve it. Yeah. I guess the question, think of it, think of it as something, how she problem, problem solves, try something maybe personal, but, but personal, I mean, right. we have... Oh, she adapts. And uh, examples. So with her kid, she comes in and is like, mm. Ethan. Ethan, oh, well, never mind, and then moves on to the next thing. So she adapted to that. She adapted by dyeing her hair blonde at one point. Mm. And how else did she adapt? Um, uh, well, look at it. Look at her. I she mean, goes like drinking after she Yeah, late her. nights. Those were the main ones I had written down. Drinking is a theme now. Yes. Yeah, at the end, she's clearly doing gets up on stage but her preferred method is to no i'm saying which is change when she changes yeah yeah so here's the here's the deal when you're talking about all right nobody exists wholly in the physical world or wholly in the mental world so when you're talking about a door or beer it's not to the exclusion of all things a door does not do it to the exclusion of all things beerish beer-ish it's like kind of a balance 
Where's their go what's their go-to way of doing it, uh, of approaching it? Um, and, a, and a beer cannot just be without having some physicality to it. So dressing up mm -hmm. is changing your persona, not your environment. Your body is generally considered you, not your environment. So the makeup is being. Right. She wants to be the perfect wife for, for him when he wakes up. Now, the doing, you know, she's not, it's not a, it's not a perfect. I mean, she, she does, you know, she sets the alarm, the sun alarm, you know, as a way to wake up, but she wakes up so she doesn't have to do anything to disturb him, so she can kind of unprepare herself that way. I, I could easily see this, that one as an argument either way, but mm -hmm. she, she's mostly trying to be that. Um, now, getting drunk, that's much more of a beer thing. You know, as opposed to going and slashing his tires or something. Putting it inside, turning inwards, or going after him. Isn't that what she told to do? Pardon? Isn't she growing into that being at that moment? Are you saying when she gets on stage, she's finally herself, and that's an expression of her emotions? Yeah. Well, it certainly, certainly is part of that. She's like doing hundred percent, and her through line. Mm. Yeah, it's just develops to where she she, she can be. Be yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Well, I, I think mean, if, if we did the growth, I think that's like super. You mean if she's a, a stop, stop or a start, start character? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Conversely, I, I can easily see that she's being the perfect housewife, and she finally does something. Right. She, that's right. what I was thinking mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. She does what she finally breaks what she's meant to do. Even when she's bringing the brisket, she's still being his servant, helper, partner. Yeah, but I would say that's. Yeah, I yeah I think so too. I think that's she's the helper character, whatever. She's some uh, support and help in some ways. You know, she's that's her, kind of why her, like her, the way she judges herself is how fat she is. Right, like working out isn't that being that's like right. making sure she not it's it. doing like measuring yourself. Like I'm I'm yeah. eating my calves are the same. the same size as my ankles. I need to work out more. Like. Oh. I just saw her. That's, but that's her problem. Is she's that housewife? But she did. She's a sixties. Trying to change. She didn't herself. need to work out more. It wasn't a problem, right? It's it not like she's not moving. Maintaining. It, it was maintaining. She had it been was that being forever. Perfect. But she if you were doing, you would move to somewhere where there's a lot of fat people, so you'd be skinny. You wouldn't like. No, it's a balanced inequity. So it's like that—that's her problem. She's, she's trying to change herself, though. Mm -hmm. No, she's no, she's, no, she's, she's fine where she is. But the she's she's fine with where she is. So at the very beginning with the toast, <clears throat> she's saying, I've set my life up so that I am in the best place for where I'm exactly, where I am supposed to, who I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to be with. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. So all she does that is maintaining that is not really, um, and, and it's her husband who's got this, Thing that mm -hmm. his hobby, because that she doesn't see this as a career, she just no. sees it as this, this hobby that she's supportive. I'm the supportive wife. I'll help you and I'll do those things. And um, but she does all of the things that are sort of necessary. Right. Right. So the other way that I look, at, I finally had to look at the at Joel. 
Mm-hmm. And I think he is a total beer. Like he panics, he bombs on stage because he gets he's so inside himself. He falls asleep in the taxi. He um, like he to me was like the beer that made me finally. Well, go. Joel can't even go get his own spot. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, it's like go go do that for me. Okay. You know, so she she just as in her role, what seems to be a subservient role, which is it not is the same thing as a yeah, but it's not a not a beer is not a subservient. She's definitely not passive. No. Um, but she does seem to go around. You know, her her modus operandi is to do things. You know, she did this, she did this, she did this, 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 and then we start the started, and she's still doing it. She's making the brisket. She's doing it. You know, her life is her her. You know, and she has like for the kids, she has someone to take care of them, so she doesn't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. She deals with the things that she has to deal with, um, and. But when she has a problem, as it's as she develops over the course of the story, and that's the problem when she he's she's told that he says to her that I'm leaving you, you know, but you're packing my suitcase, you know, she, <laughs> she can't, she doesn't understand. It's like, what did I do wrong? How can I do this differently? You know, she her approach is everything. She's not doing something right. That woman, she can't even sharpen a, a pencil with an electric pencil sharpener. You know, again, her way of evaluating things is all doing. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't make any sense for her, you know, external. It's like, uh, I, I couldn't have been a, I can't be more perfect than. Does this even, does this even relate to him? He has a, a real dream that she doesn't even get. She thinks that doing the stand up is fun as opposed to the dream of, I want to be a. Yeah, she's always doing stuff to save other people, and mm-hmm. then she finally changes to her point of view, where she finally saves herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Ask Lenny Bruce, like, why do you do it? Are you happy?" And she's like, "He's happy." And then she's like, "Oh, cool, I can be happy." Yeah. Right. So she well, because she knows it makes her happy. Yeah. But she wants some external justification. It's like, okay, here's a pro. Is it you know? And she sort of gets that. That yeah, it's a it's a it's you know it's a miserable life, but. I'm really happy. <laughs> that I think thing. that's the charm of her character. She's always doing. She's always. That's what she does throughout the whole series too. Right. Right. She never slows down. Um. But in this this one episode, we do see her make that really big step about sort of letting loose. But she's so controlled up to that point. She just lets lets go and and. And it's very funny because because she's able to embrace you know the the uh, let let all the emotion out mm-hmm. right okay so I'll put doer and I'll put a little underline because we you know it's it maybe seems to be really strong doer but there's a pretty not we're not all hundred percent on that one so I'd say that how about problem solving. A linear problem solver or a holistic problem solver? Well, I wanted to say linear, but then I didn't really have anything that I could pull out as that was step by step or her solving that way, except for planning things. Well, look how she's getting the slot. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's like okay. Another way, another way of looking at it is is um, you know, here's what I need to do to reach this goal. Mm. So I need to make a brisket to get the time slot, mm-hmm. and I'll get the time slot. You know, and she's she's convinced that she'll get the time slot, even though he didn't say what the slot will be, and it shows up. But she doesn't doubt it. You know, he's all, you know, but she's like, no, it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. And when, you know, and then he piles on another requirement. She's like, okay, I made great latkes. You know, so it's like, okay, I made the the requirements a little bigger this time, but I can, you know, I can, I can achieve that. And the problem comes in is that the guy is not there and the person who's in control has... No interest in this, or particularly in her husband as a comedian. Doesn't respect him at all. So, but she doesn't see that. She's just like, okay, I do this. Um, any other? She's like taking down notes and going over them in the car. Like, okay, next time you need to say mm-hmm. this. This joke worked really well. Right. Oh, do this. The start with something. You didn't introduce yourself. Right. You know, let them know who you are. Say something, you know, personal. Um, and, you know, and it's, what's interesting is because you can see how he's not a linear thinker because he takes the linear information and he can't make a joke with a punchline because it's not... He's, he's doing the kind of stand-up that basically... Is not linear. His mm-hmm. normal is base is taking um what's his name's Newhart. Uh, yeah. Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart, who does sort of like environmental, you know, character funny, not joke funny. And you know, and she's like, well, you need to make a joke of this. And he can't. He doesn't know what's funny about it, so he can't make a joke out of it. So one thing that's funny is I feel I felt a little bit like the. The shirt with the turtleneck with the holes was like, well, the way to rebalance this is to talk about them. You know, is that an if that felt like a semi-holistic thing, right? Well, he's not getting it. So, I mean, if nothing else, I'd say is just trying to tell it to him in a way that he might understand. Okay. You know, because he was not... Holistic would be like, don't let people judge you. But you know they're gonna judge you, so you gotta you gotta reclaim the power. Like I've got holes, so I'm gonna make it mine and not yours, right? Well, yeah, but you can. Make but that's not the better by just changing your attitude about it. Just yeah, like holistic. Well, and and for him, As he's just to make a joke about it. I mean, he was he, he was doomed to fail. He was doomed to fail before she even yeah. you know in that morning the setup. You know, once he knew that there was gonna be people he knew in the audience, and then. He didn't go down and get a slot, and then he didn't call anybody to let them know if he wanted to cancel ahead of time. You know, that a linear thinker would go, oh, I didn't get the slot, let's reschedule. And he sabotaged himself. I mean, right. he knows he needs a sweater. Well, I think, sweater on that well, you know, part of the problem is, is that she put doubt into him mm-hmm. because she... You know, she had such trust and faith, and he, you know, everything he said was funny and all happy. But when she found out that he's not genuine, she's like, "Okay, well, so now make it your own." 
the whole point being, you need to be genuine, which he's not. So he does, right. he, he's not a comedian. He doesn't know how to, he knows how to tell a joke. He doesn't know how to, to find humor in things. Where she is excellent in that, you know, the punchline of her, her toast. And yes, there's shrimp in the, you know, so everybody gets up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the setup for the rabbi. why they're getting the rabbi back finally. Right, right. <laughs> right. So great. That's the most linear thing to me, too, is like, we got the, we got the rabbi, therefore we're resettled. Mm. You know? Right, right. Um, okay, so go for linear. How about driver? Actions or decisions? Do actions drive decisions or decisions drive actions? And how do we know? Will the act of him leaving her mm-hmm. what's how what do you say for how do you know? Well Oh so so, so that is that that would cause her to go get drunk, go to the comedy mm-hmm. store. Well, but you can't say an action causes an action. That's that. So his, his his decision to leave her sent her on that trajectory is a direct result. Do we see? Do, okay, so mm-hmm. let's look to yeah. where that's starting. So when she sees the new heart for boys, and makes that connection. Right. Well, that changes the conversation. Mm-hmm. Look, he's stolen your material. How did he get? How did he? I don't know. It's like mm-hmm. that. Happenstance. I think him bombing is another action. Yeah, the decision of of him cheating and him not being authentic. No, it's that it's well him him to him leaving, him starting to pack. Okay. That makes the her decision to get drunk. Right. Because she she seeks it out, you know. Um, not everything that follows, but you you also have the uh, the decision, uh, the the action of the. Um, I think the very end when she's in the, she's bailed out of jail. That sort of pretty much wraps up hers, or you can even say it's the bailing out. Well, I think that wraps up the overall story. I think her bailing out um, uh, Lenny. Lenny Bruce wraps up the main character through a line. Mm-hmm. So is that action? Yes. And so at the beginning, it's like, the very first well what's the first action she's walking down the street and then she checks the brisket that wasn't shrimp in the maybe it is I'd say running I'd I'd say I mean you could almost say Lenny Bruce seeing Lenny Bruce because that sort of set a bar Mm -hmm. for what's going to happen sort of evaluating everything after that point it's a very it's not a really in your face one but it, if it, and if it's not that, then it's um, what happens. She well, she has to make the brisket. Yeah, she's already making the brisket. Remember, yeah. he calls yeah, her, yeah. and she's already making the brisket. So that would be it, because the act of seeing that hiring comedian then sets the bar for then defining that Joel is just a side hobby. And then the other disappointment when she sees the the act of seeing the other guy, the other guy, him Bob performing, and then him being an authentic another level down. And then the act of the last guy, the last guy doing it too. I feel like right. Oh right. Well, what is that? Oh yeah. 
reaffirming sort of like, shitty comment. Or, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Isn't her dropping her top too like confirmation that she's just as I think that's less of an action because I don't think that there's a decision that's made after that. I think that's more the okay. She is definitely not Miss Perfect anymore. Well, and, that's you know, what I meant. Like that would that's more main inspire character. Susie to decide like, hey, I want to work with you. Let's yeah, with like her getting her oh, stage at all and doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. oh yeah, okay. She shows she's just well. I think as, that's the just her that's, that's, I think that's yeah. I think that's more the outcome, success or failure. Depending on how we see it, I mean, that's the thing is, is that is it a, is it a success story or is it a failure story? Um, we don't know yet, but it's somehow it, it's tied to that because the good and bad is certainly tied to um, Lenny Bruce. It seems, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what that one is tied to. Um, but it does seem to be more action changing the course of events. The biggest one being the midpoint, which is her seeing the uh, new heart. The new heart. You know. I also think that to some extent, when um, when Susie makes that face, that's almost like a yeah. <laughs> something just changed here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's kind of like a first act turn. You know, it's like we went from everything's perfect and da 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 to. And because she thought that they thought it was great and all of it, and she noticed that there's disapproval in this nasty woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? Everybody's laughing. Why does she give him that look? And it's sort of like that's the kind of thing where you where something happens and, you, and it's like, okay, the course of the story starts to change. Um, it may be, you know, it might be that I'm not sure, but it's uh, that I know for me that stuck out as a. Here's a big moment where one of the through lines just changed. <laughs> you know, it may have been may have been Susie. I don't know, but one of the through lines definitely changed. Well, you know what changes there is this sense of judgment, because she likes him, right? Then she sees Susie do that, so suddenly she goes, "Somebody is judging him opposite." Yeah, it's like, and, why would she do that? So, and, and then you see Bob Newhart. and she's then there's more judgment, right? Because it's like so this whole act. Is like a judgment path, right? Starting there and ending there. Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah. Okay. So action driven. All right. How about limit? Time lock or option lock, and why? Is it run out of time or run out of options? I just saw a movie that was like such a clear time lock. It was like, oh, that's a. I never expected that one from here. I can't remember what it was though. Um, is it a time lock? No. no. Fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not a time lock, it's finding the example. How of the is it an yes, option exactly. lock? How is it an well, option lock? If it's all about him like pursuing this comedy, it's like whether or not he's gonna, or like whether or not. Um, how about it, like, if the overall story is about pursuing a career in comedy? Right. Like, just becoming a comic is the overall story. Anybody becoming like, a comic. Because at the end, somebody becomes a comic, right? This episode. But, but somebody it, somebody but it, begins pursuing a, a real career. Right. He's not pursuing a career in comedy. He is a business guy who has a side 
ho- hobby. But for him it was. It was a... No, but he's not... He's not doing... He's lying he, He's not setting yeah. it up like his career. He is. No, 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 but it's not a career. There's a difference between, like, having a career, which you basically... That's my primary function, and then, okay, I have a side job to make money, but he wasn't mm-hmm. doing that. He was. He had a career, and then this was his... This was a hobby. He, well, he had dreams of that, that but he wasn't... Was. Yeah. That was the whole fight, though. I agree right? on this side. Like he, he—that's the thing he got so upset at her for. He was like, deluding. "What do you think I'm doing up there?" He he's deluding us. He's delusional. That's yeah. why he's leaving her. Like he's no, that's not. That's his excuse. Yeah. He'd already, he'd already been having right, an affair been for how long? You're right, months, right months, months. Yeah, so he'd already met, planned to leave. He'd been having an affair for a long time, but mm. the reason, the reason it happened then, is because he's been shown to be a fraud. He is. He's not a comedian, and he's not funny. Mm-hmm. And now she knows he's not funny, and that he's a fake, which, of course, he's been sort of holding this whole facade for his wife about their marriage, and it's just, and, and who he is, and now she has, she understands who he is, or she thinks she does, and then she really finds out what a, what a cat he is. Um, and that's why she's like, everything is falling apart for her. For the limit, isn't it like she's in the center and there's this giant circle, and in the center is her being a comedian, and it's like slowly closes in on her and closes it until there's nowhere left for her to hide, mm-hmm. until it's like, oh, I, I guess I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. And now, because the thing that's out of whack with everybody is there's this like, is that the old 60s old housewife who's actually really hilarious. But nobody thinks of her that way because of who she is. And, then and because of the time. Right. It eventually circles down where she's like, no, I can't do that. I just cook briskets and I do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she just... So that actually, I believe, because my thing was, I was thinking the options had to do with keeping a marriage together. But it's I think, thing, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. You have to yeah. peel that marriage away mm-hmm. and that leaves her... That, that leaves her main character. Yeah, the right. relationship falls completely apart, which leaves the main character bare. Right, but it's like it's like you know, I need the rabbi support. I need my parents' support. I need him to think I believe he. I believe in him. I the options of looking good. I mean, isn't those are the things that are the options? So the options get us to the climax. The yeah. options they drive us to the of, climax. Run out of yeah. options. We know the climax is approaching. The, yeah, right. yeah. So what's the climax? The, the climax is her breakdown. Yeah. Performance. Breaks well, her breakdown. It's not, says breakdown. It's not a performance. We look objectively. We see it's it as performance. Overall story, we see it as performance. It's the same thing. It's the raw performance. It's her letting go. Yeah. But okay. that's that's for the main character through line. The overall story we see this we see this marriage where you've got this super smart talented, funny woman of the 60s married to a not-so-funny schlub and she's doing all the work to keep things going apart from bringing in money, which which he's not even doing, really, because it's like, I don't even know what I do. And you see him giving away, no, I gave that, bit, that, that customer to such and such. It's like, He's, you know, he's giving away his business. Um, 
It's like so every, it's everything's inauthentic. Everybody. Yes. Like at the marriage, him, mm-hmm. even her with all the stuff that she's doing with all that. Until there's finally this moment, this climactic moment of authenticity that's like real and raw. And everybody's like, whoa, this is something I've never seen before. Or let's, once. Let's get together. Once yeah, before. Once before. Said, once before. Yeah. Morts, <laughs> let's get together. Oh, that's right. The more. The more. Morts all. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, option lock it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she has 48 hours to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump By to the one forty-five. Let's let's jump to the judgment. Good or bad? Good. And good. Good. And we know that how spinning around in her full price sex coat. Down yes. The so she's she's happy with happy. the cat that she's she wants to go down. She also smiles like crazy when Lenny Bruce. Gives basically gives her the okay. Yeah, she's like, yeah. boom. Okay, now outcome, success or failure? Um, I would say success. success. I would say failure. I said success. Okay, well, make your arguments. Go for it. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw it as um, the the setting up the perfect life fails. That. Marrying the guy who she loves, that's the thing she states at the beginning, and all of that falls apart, and her dad gets goes crazy, and um, so I see, I, that's what I saw as a failure. Actually, I might like, take that back. Yeah. 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 But, but if... See? <laughs> actually, glad you went first. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, maintaining that I mean, perfect... If it, we talked a lot about like stats. her becoming a comic, right? Right. But that's main so, character. That's not the big picture. Right. This so is in, Maisel. So in so saying that the overall story goal of pursuing one's dream that that's not. Well, we don't know if the pursuing one's dream is hers or his or whatever. Because okay, so if you look at the at the father, that's not theirs. Right now. The mother, that's not theirs. They're living the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, if you think of it as living the dream, the scenes with them, though, then it falls apart. apart. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so, but the parents want to pers- continue to pursue the perfect life, which is the life they're already living, right? Except they aren't. They're How many right. times I tell you, don't come into this room just uh, because there's an opening. You don't have to go into that room and clean. Leave it alone. <laughs> and they're hard, hardly perfect. <laughs> they like to think like they're perfect, but every single interaction basically says they're not. When Mitch comes in with the problem, what's the first thing he does on waking up? He calls, call your mother, call your mother, Rose, Rose, oh, Rose, he, I'm not he's even going like, to you. He's yeah. the biggest beer. He goes and plays the piano. In the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so exactly. He's a perfect beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then what is the goal that we can say would, would be a success or failure? Uh, I know the marriage, it right? It's the marriage. It's yeah. She says, yeah. I'm, we're, we're finally getting the rabbi back and we're going to present... The happy marriage to the rabbi mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and gone, yeah. all gone. Agreed. Right. The, the the goal was sort of set up right at the beginning where the the ceremony was going great. They'd already been married. Yeah. But maybe they didn't get the blessing. Who knows what? But they, it like suddenly goes, you know, out the window. And But they're maintaining the appearance of everything being great. But right. the, getting the rabbi back, that will make it great. And yeah. even the mothers. That always said, like, like living the dream, is seems to be like everybody's 
Right. Rod, Gold, even yeah. Susie, yeah. Lenny Bruce. Yeah. When she asks them, you know, like, you know, mm, is it worth yes. it? Is there anything else? He's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. So it's like, and even the parents, they want to live the dream, even though they're not. Yeah, I mean, right. the, right. the mother keeps up the delusion. The but the protagonist in this case, it's focused on the the couple, the right? You know, so um, it's like a dream that he was deluding himself with, and you even got the the characters. She's not the dumb woman and the guy in the front row, right? Mm. You guys are gonna be together forever. Exactly. So I think in that case it is a failure, which is why you get. This being a, a failure of good stories, a personal triumph. Mm. And that has the, I think that captures the feel of it, mm-hmm. where the big picture and everything kind of falls apart. But for her, it's pretty damn good. Yep. You know what's really cool about the live the dream thing, too, and the mm-hmm. failure is that, like, Susie is sort of this counterpoint to it, mm-hmm. where she's, she's living in this dump. Of mm-hmm. a basement, right? But what she gets out of this whole thing is like, yeah. I I have the person where I can be right. significant. I can finally live my dream. I can find, and it's like she's down. Everyone else is kind of up here, and then goes mm-hmm. like this, and she's this character. Yeah, and just too. I mean, too. Yeah, she doesn't know it. Yeah. Right. Agreed. I mean, well, I mean, the first thing she does is get up and do stand up. First thing we ever see her do, she does it very well. It's right. like she just doesn't realize that's her dream. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's she's no, but she says this is my dream. I lined out my dream. I achieved all my goals. I'm living the dream. This is the man I wanted to marry. I married, and now, wasn't he wasn't everybody's idea of the dream? But this was Midge's idea of the perfect family. And I have one of I have two kids, one of each. You know, right. <laughs> so it's it's not. Her idea, it's, it's, there's some objective measure of the perfect dream that she's trying to live right. and trying to keep everything going according to this, uh, somebody else's measure, cultural measure. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we want to do is to identify the, uh, the, assign the domains to the through lines. That's psych. For psychology, I'm just lazy today. Um, <laughs> so, any thoughts as to uh, where we find our uh, characters, either our main character or the overall story, since they seem to be the clearest of the two? I would say Midge, the late 50s housewife, is in universe or situation because it's just. Who she is. That's just her place in the universe is what's out of whack for her personally. And then the overall story and That's is, what she's trying to maintain. She's right. To, and then the overall story would be psychology, because there's this idea of what a perfect marriage is like or the standard that everybody's trying to live up to. Is that a fixed idea? No, no. it's a, a way of thinking because it's like it's like how do you how do you behave yeah this isn't what you yeah. this you is do. the right way this is the right way to behave yeah, how's the family made on everyone's side Jewish mm-hmm. family 
And you know, too, because I was thinking she was in physics, yeah, but I'm now thinking she actually doesn't have trouble with the physics of anything. She doesn't no, that's not make the problem. Concerned. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. make the brisket badly. No, she's defined as a '60s Jewish housewife. Because then, and that's and right. '60s Jewish housewives don't go on to be executives or anything other than being a housewife. You know, they don't need right. to be because what do you need more money? We'll give you more money. It's like, that's right. That's the, the parents, are, and, and, yeah, from mm-hmm. an affluent family, so money's not an issue. Right. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. culture is not. She's got tons she's of talent. Very funny. Yeah, that's the imbalance. Well, she's yeah. got way more talent than her uh, than her husband. Yeah. That's the problem with the situation. You're saying. Yeah, for her. Yeah, that's out of place. The well, because yeah. other people see this mm-hmm. imbalance. I mean, she's the one. She's sort of the last one to recognize it, but it's very apparent. And he's got this idea of what he wants to be. Of course, he's doing nothing original. He's not really doing anything except he just has this idea. I've got, I'm, I want to be this thing. Like it's just going to happen to him, you know? And oh yeah, everybody does this. This is, you know, it's like, and yeah, that doesn't make it right though. Yeah, you know, her her gut feeling about it is dead on. You know, it's like, yeah, that might be how people are doing it, but doesn't seem right. You know. And the nice thing too is the relationship activity gets set up in the very beginning when he's watching her perform and actually make people laugh. It's like a that was that competition thing you were talking about, in the right? Beginning where they almost seem like mm-hmm. competitors. It's like. Who's the funnier comedian? Right, set up right at the wedding. It's almost like reception. That's where he gets the idea, like, oh, I want to do that. And then, well, I'm not funny, so I'll just copy Newhart's stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? And not well. Yeah. And he doesn't have the wry delivery that Newhart does. And then, and then there's a nice relationship too, where they kind of work together because she's like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, let's work together on this and. I'll write notes, notes and I thought I'll, this was something we were doing together. I'll bake the brisket, you know, I'll, I'll make yeah, sure you get... The oh, no, I know what it is. It was like, this is this is our thing. Like, what, this couple oh. does this, and this couple oh, right. does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is what we do. Yeah, right. we do right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, let's bring up Go to the video. Let me move this out of the way. And fortunately, I need to scooch this over. So I'm going to move the microphone. So speak up. <laughs> Hopefully, that's enough. No, maybe not. That, yeah. We don't want to unclip that. I think that would be a bad decision. Probably. This is going to be. Okay. So now let me put in the choices we've made. We have resolve is change, and of course. That makes her the a start character, which I think is what you were going for oh, a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. She's a major start character. Yeah. You know. It's like she's coming into her own. 
Right. And we have action, action lock, failure, good. And she's in situation. That's uh, manipulation. manipulation. All right. So there we go. That's where we are so far. And I will bring up the theme browser and let's look at. Uh, let me just save this first. Uh, And, uh, okay, the story engine. Oh, wait, we want to do the theme browser. Sorry. Pop up to the top. And I'm going to size this small so that we can just narrow down our choices. All right. So, next thing we want to do is try to determine the concern. Um, and I'll sort of say what I always say. Uh, you're going to have either the past, understanding, memories, and developing a plan, <coughs> excuse me, um, or how things are changing, doing impulsive responses, playing a role, the present, gathering information, contemplation, conceiving an idea, the future, obtaining, innermost desires, and changing one's nature. So one one of those four sets are going to be the concerns for the, the fourth through line. Any suggestions, volunteers, thoughts? Should we rule any of them out? Can we rule any of them in? Uh, I mean, like the right So doing and gathering information in the relationship or how things are changing in the present for the main character? And the overall story mm -hmm. being playing a role and conceiving an idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we've narrowed out. Well, we've fifty percent of them are down. Now we just have an either or choice. Um, Can I make an argument for the upper right? Yes. Uh, so for her, how things are changing. Things are going to get really great because the rabbi is going to finally show up. But then things do not get so great when my husband is leaving me. Mm -hmm. uh, his impulsive responses are he flips out, holds the sweat, the, sweats, mm -hmm. the thing, hyperventilating, yeah, he bombs horrifically on bombs. stage, which is impossible to watch the second time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, their relationship is all about what they're doing together. That's what brings them together, but also the fact that one does it better than the other. Right, well, which is the nature of the conflict between them. Between mm -hmm. them. And then the being is, you know, being a perfect family or living the life or, you know, just having this being what you're supposed to be. <laughs> right, and definitely like role play. 50s. I mean, yeah. that's the 60s wife role play. Mm -hmm. You know, she is the, the model wife. Yeah. And he's the yeah. office guy. Right, but not a not really a good role model. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And again, you've got the the father who you know is the one who's supposed to be very you know in control of things and stuff, but who hides in his room and pounds on music when it's like la 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 la, right. the equivalent. Very happy, mm -hmm. keeping up appearances and stuff. Too. Right. 
that's also playing a role. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to make an argument for the alter alternative? Nope. Agreed with the first. That's the strongest. Okay. I think that's a you've made a sale. Yay! <laughs> I like mine. It's a pretty strong. Okay, so now let's drill down a bit, and in our main character, we've got the looking at fact, fantasy, security, and threat. Actually, I can. Do you want me to zoom it in so we see what's under that as well? Yes. Okay. okay. So, um, we've got uh, trust, test, ending, unending, that's under fantasy. Well, okay, fact, or fantasy, fact and fantasy, fact versus fantasy, or security versus threat, which seems to be the most... Again, thematically focused on the main character who yeah, uh, fact versus fantasy. Fact and fantasy. Okay. So in that pair we've got fact which is proven, unproven, accurate, and non accurate, or trust, test, ending, and unending under fantasy. Either one of those feel stronger. If not, it's fine. We can, you know, we can look to the other domain, see if something plays better over there. Or any pair that sounds good? I think, I mean, fact is the one that's leaping out to me as, you know, um, without picking a thing here specifically, is is she an accurate or not accurate house uh, comedian, right? Um, is she's fitting this role because she's trying to hit some target, but she doesn't fit the role because she, she's got too much talent. She gets up on stage at the end and proves herself as a comedian. Um, things like that feel much better to me than just test, trust, ending, and unending. So fact is where I would start digging around. She's physically measuring herself to see how accurate her body is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what it is, but those two feel really good. And plus she's completely outrageous at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. And do we think of that as a symptom uh, and response or the problem and solution? Well, I almost feel like not accurate is going to be the solution because she steps out of her prescribed role and does this thing she's not allowed to do. And also the people who are stealing jokes are trying to hit a target they're like we know Newhart's funny so and I know I'm stepping into the OS here but they're trying to be accurate they're trying to hit this target and she's the one who steps out of it which is what makes her great okay well you're really mixing two different I'm totally domains. mixing yeah. <laughs> okay so let's with that in mind let's um, do this let me go over to our overall story and see if we look in the same okay that's right so we've got playing a role knowledge thought ability desire and here's where 
proven and unproven are in knowledge. Mm -hmm. Test and trust are in desire. Um, accurate, non-accurate is an ability. And that's... Ending on. Yeah, so, if we're, but, so we've got ability or knowledge. Um, well, what seems to be the biggest conflict, source of conflict for either maintaining the, the, the appearances or even, you know, being a, being a comic and, you know, playing a comic or whatever. The ability, the ability seems to be a little, yeah. a little closer to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you certainly see lack of ability, mm -hmm. uh, you know, most problematic. Mm -hmm. Not a lack of knowledge or know-how, but definitely a lack of, of uh, ability. Spokane. <laughs> Spokane, yes. <laughs> well, I guess we don't need to go to Spokane now. There's <laughs> a Spokane word. Spokane. Spokane's word. Yes. Yes. All right, so if we, if we look at... So, accurate... And not accurate. So, are we dealing? So, if we're dealing with ability, let me just choose that for now. We can undo it. Obviously, anything. And now we have to identify in the overall story. We've got accurate, non-accurate. So that would be again problem and solution mm -hmm. based on our discussion earlier, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, and. Accurate being, that's absolutely the problem. Is your work being working within tolerances, and she needs certainly when we think of her in non-accurate, she needs to break out of that. I mean, think of great. And I mean, you know, taking her top off definitely. Great. <laughs> we talked about the marriages, right? Like everyone wants to be perceived as in this box, right? Right. They're defining themselves by accurate, mm -hmm. and if well, and certainly. And it fails. They and now, never now get to non-accurate. Now you remember the Communist Party because you grabbed that piece of paper. I think focus <laughs> or effect and cause work great for focus direction. He leaves her and the mother's like, oh, what, did what did you do? do? <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, absolutely. So we're saying the problem is accurate. So yeah, the cause, so she's... We see the effect, and she's going, you know, what did you what do? Because <laughs> she's, she's seeing the result, not the, not the, the cut. That's pretty funny. That, that works nicely. Yeah, and if we, if we look back to our main character, well, actually, we can, we're down to single story farm now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's just go to the story engine. And so we have for our main character... The issue is fact, which we had already kind of chosen anyway. Um, accurate being the pro her problem, she's a change character, so therefore she's basically steps into her be her behavior being out of, or you know being out of tolerance. It's you know stripping, being drunk, and saying all sorts of things that are not family friendly. Uh, definitely allowed her again to throw in jail, sort of makes her bloom, you know. Mm -hmm. um, 
the symptom is unproven and so the you know what she would be seeing things is a there's oh so she sees you know oh he's stolen your problem you know it's like your act your act it's like oh no everybody does that oh okay but she sees it, it's like okay yeah, that this is all original, you know, and it's like it suddenly becomes unproven, and it's like no, 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 it's okay. Everything is, mm-hmm. it, everybody does that. Um, also, the critical flaw of confidence. Great, he undermines his confidence, which is what totally blows the marriage apart. Right. Well, she her her confidence undermines the. Yeah, I would say it's her over overconfident confident nature is what makes her a great comedian. Yes, and it also see she she's so a critical flaw. Right, yeah. right, right, that's right. Story. Right. Yeah. See, if it's going to end in success, then the threat. If she was able to propose a threat to the relationship, like if you do this, I'll blah 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 blah, and you you're going to lose your job. Okay, I'll stay here. And I'll, you know, it's like so if she wielded something like that. She really doesn't. You can easily see that she could have. Right. Um, but certainly he feels threatened by her. But her overconfidence completely undermines the fact that, you know, that, that how threatening she could be. She, she's not like, oh, I need you, I, you know, you, right. if, you, if, I'll, if, if you leave, I'll kill myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, and um, the uh, benchmark of the present, which I think, especially since it's in the, the framework of the, of this, which takes place what over? Actually, we don't know about how long. about two weeks. It's about yeah. two weeks. So, but it, we always yeah, we're always looking at about like right about now. We're not really thinking about what's you know what's happening tomorrow or just sort of there's something on the on the horizon. But she's she's always focused on right now. Uh, if we look over in the overall story, you know, we we had decided playing a role, so that was we thought that was a, a good one, and we chose the issue of ability and accurate. Um, this cause and effect, I think this is probably one of the things where you have the um, the argument with the mom and dad. You saw, you saw that, you know, what'd you do? Also, I think you see a little bit with the um, with her husband. You know, it's sort of like the comedy stuff. It's sort of like the he's not he's not really able to see how the how cause can be the problem is that like the moth what 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 moths ted you know it's kind of like okay he's he's doesn't understand that he's just looking at the effects and and he's seeing that as being you know well i can't go you know it's like any excuse um the catalyst of desire i definitely think that's sort of um you know you see everyone trying to this is the following the dream thing you know yeah. searching for your perfect life or whatever uh the inhibitor skill well his lack of skills <laughs> really does slow the overall story down considerably. Um, 
And I think the benchmark conceiving an idea has a lot to do with um, sort of getting, get, sort of reconceiving what the perfect family is, you know, and and because it they think it's perfect, but there are all these cracks keep on showing, and you know it's getting closer and closer to you guys are gonna realize this is not as perfect as it appears um and uh, you know ultimately it all it doesn't all fall apart but the family unit in its entirety falls apart but not the not the family you know but her her marriage the marriage you know kind of like Thinking of it, conceiving of it, how to how to go on without Joel, without the husband. Um, look at the relationship. Well, look at let's look at Joel. So fixed attitude, but we'd already talked about that with him being, you know, just sort of like I have this way. I see the world. I see, you know, I this is this is my personal goal. Um, and so at this point, earlier we kind of talked about a possibility of, of uh, uh, Lenny and, and Susie being involved as an IC, but now we're pretty much settled on Joel. It seems like they're, they seem to be at this point more either in her through line, you know, sort of insights into her, right. um, and the overall story. Um, for, I think... I think in this episode, the pilot, it's about the dissolution of the, the perfect, the, the ideal um, 60s family, nuclear family. Uh, you know, 60s, nu nuclear 60s family in, Jewish family in New York. <laughs> up, upside, uh, uptown New York, sorry. And, um, Issue of value. Um, That's the betrayal stuff, right? Claim. He doesn't value uh, artistic integrity. Um, he value oh, he doesn't value their relationship. He doesn't value her. Doesn't yeah, value but her. this is supposed to be external stuff, not not worth. So, so this should be external valuations. Objective evaluation. Right. He doesn't. He does not. He doesn't appreciate her value um, as as a certainly as a comedian, as a wife, as a you know an individual. Everything's sort of. He's very self centered, and you know he doesn't value his job. Like no. It's like well, maybe if you paid attention, you'd actually like it. If he puts value in the girl, can't even. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. His values. I guess the right. thing is, his values are really messed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably the easiest way to, to say it in shorthand. Um, for him, problem of proven. Well, I think that's again as a steadfast character. He's he sort of sees things as already a foregone conclusion. You know, this is this is there's nothing to discuss here. You know, mm -hmm. I well, he uses proven acts. He lifts right, proven material. Mm -hmm. But also, I think with, you know, it's sort of the, um, 
maybe even it might also be maybe he's driven to prove himself, but he really is you know he just doesn't have the skills. Um, or without you know proper values. Where if you asked him what his problem was, is that he thinks that all these other things are causing trouble for him. Right. He doesn't get the time slot. He's got holes in his shirt. All you know, all these sort of excuses. I can't believe you didn't check it out before you brought it in the car. Right. right. You know, uh, you're half an hour late. Uh, all of these things are, you know, he sees as the cause, of, especially as it influences Midge, you know, because he's blaming all the problems. And the solution is, is that, you know, look what it's going to do to me. I can't, I can't go on with this and I can't um, I can't I can't play to nobody's going to be here at 1.30 if you don't give me a good slot and, mm-hmm. um, you know not really looking at and again all those things are what help drive Midge to tr- you know try to get a better slot for him and, how does that how does that decrease his the conflict right he blames on some of these causes and the effect is because isn't it all about the, his, the response should calm the conflict down? Yeah, the, well, no, the response, well, sort of. The response is, so what are you going to do about it? So it's, here's the problem, what are you going to do about it? The I, intent is that it's going to, it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. do it, but that may not. Yeah, it may it not be effective, effective, but it is It is the response. That's the, re- that's the difference between the solution, which actually will resolve the problem. Right. But this is the response is the thing is is the reaction to the sort you know what is considered to be the problem. Could it be the effect that she cooks the brisket? She he has all these excuses, so she cooks the brisket so he gets a better time slot. Does that work here? No, I think it's more like you didn't check the shirt, so I'm gonna look bad on stage. The effect, right? Yeah. You know, that's, here's the cause, and the effect is going to be negative to me. Okay. You know, because he's, he's just really a very negative person. I'm leaving, it's, it's sort of like, you are, you're not giving me what I want, so I have to, I have to go and have an affair. <laughs> like, what? You know, it's just like, can I, can we do anything about it? It's like, no. Um... His unique ability is worry. I mean, boy, that sure nails him. Mm-hmm. You know, perfect, major worry word. Um, and that, again, that pushes her. Um, but critical flaw of security, I'd say probably insecurity. His insecurities are the thing that sort of undermine his, his sort of valid worries. I'm worried about getting a good slot because that'll you know, get me exposure, but his insecurities really sort of just torpedo. Even should you get him a good spot, he's sort of just not very attractive because he's not very, his insecurities get the worst of him. You, you see that a lot more as the story grows, so it gets more and more so, it gets becomes a little more insecure. Um, and I think benchmark of contemplation, my guess. Actually, well, why don't you guys think? I, I think it's great. I think it's he 
the moment he's called out, he can't get out of his own head, right? Mm -hmm. Is the major one that comes to mind. Yeah. 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 Like when he was leaving her, he throws in there the line of like, you know, oh, yeah, I thought it was a phase. But you know it's not. Yes, that's where I was going yeah. with it. It's like you know, it's like I've been thinking about this for a long time. Right now, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. This is like the last, you know, the straw that broke comes back for him. Right. He's at the end of his contemplations. Right. It's like, okay, well, this is we're now revealed how much contemplation he's been doing, and it's been going a lot more, a lot stronger than we thought, and and he's. Not give, and he's completely not given any thought to anybody else. Right. You know, she asked him about all the, you know, your romantic the kids, and it's like there's nothing. You know, it's like okay, he's all out of thinking about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in the relationship, we see activity and doing, which we were talking about. You know, this is their thing. This is what they do together. Go to the club, and she's his his match. <laughs> Um, the issue of skill, you know, where she's certainly high, far more skilled than he is, which creates tension in the relationship. Uh, the problem of accurate. Um, well, let's look at the symptom of determination and responsive expectation. Any any thoughts? Isn't the accuracy? No, so, this is what a husband does. This is what a wife does. Living up to that standard. Oh, you you mean within tolerances? This is this is this is my job. This is yes. your job. Yeah. yeah. And when they're it's not performing to the job description, then it creates tension. And you're not meeting expectations, and it's like. But it, I was gonna say because I'm still hung up that their relationship is also sort of about being the convenient. Mm-hmm. So the accurate is also. You need to get so many jokes and so many laughs, and you're falling in and out of that. But 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 the, but the relationship though, she does. I mean, yeah. It it really. The, I think no. that the the oh, see, she go ahead. They're really good together. Yeah, I mean, they're Joel and Maisel or Mitch. They're like Midge. Yeah, Midge. I'm sorry. That's what. That's what drives their relationship. They're like the perfect relationship. They're very accurate. No, but the, it's not. That's what's. But that's what's whack. Right, and the, the thing is that it's equity. the inequity. Yeah, the inequity is is that they're not perfect, but they they are. They give off that. They're. That's the way they see themselves as trying to trying to meet that perfect. And then non-accurate is divorced. Right, separated. Um, so the symptom. Well, I think the responses of, of expectations are basically you need to live up to your expect your job. Sort of your job is a relationship. You're expected to do this as a wife. You're expected to do this as a husband. Um, and you know she is far exceeding expectations, and he is far under uh, under expectations. And the problem is, is in determination. Sort of like always marking down in the book what, what works and what didn't work, which is kind of like a symbol for checking up on their relationship or checking up on performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a performance evaluation. They are together. 
Right, I I thought you were And she sort of had higher expectations, you know. Mm -hmm. She thought, Oh, I thought you were you written this yourself and like no, no, yeah. Um the the catalyst experience. Um so the things that creates conflict between them are well they're they're times at the at the at the uh I mean, those experiences together and really goes to put a lot of tension between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, inhibitor of ability, I think that has to do with her basically helping him, filling in those blanks, you know, making the, you know, she's got the ability to um, get the, make the brisket so that he gets good slot, which of course allows the tension in the relationship to, and, and their nights out together be far less tense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's a short, you know, less than an hour long, so we only see a couple instances, so it moves along pretty darn quickly in terms of deterioration. Um, and get and learning or gathering involves certainly seems to be, um, the more she learns about sort of the, not the biz, but learns about sort of the more they find they they learn each about about you know sort of his deficiencies and what he's what he's really doing. It really you know okay. And ultimately, when you learn that he's been and stripping the the, uh, the cheap tart, the cheap tart, yes. <laughs> it's like okay, well. That's that's about it, you know. Um, the goal of playing a role, I guess that's you know doing stand up in in many ways. I mean, goal. Oh, the goal of is playing a role is maintaining the perfect family, right? You know, the perfect Jewish Upper West Side, Upper East Side family. The what? East Side, right? West Side. West Side. Upper West, West Side. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and let's see, we get those, any, let's look at the act order, signposts. So we see the overall story, changing one's nature, playing a role, conceiving an idea, and then developing a plan. Well, developing a plan, I think is the negative, right? Which is what, what are we going to do with the family? Yeah, where right. all the plans fall apart. Yeah, right. yeah. it's also like Susie coming up with the plan to be like, okay, I'm going to be your agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Agent. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because so much I think, apart from so much of it is main character, mm-hmm. and I think little relationship through line in the last act, mm-hmm. which is most of the stand up. Yeah. yeah. Except when does Was that during that too? It's right at the end of the third act. Yeah. So could it be like his plan to be like, you know, I think we're already out by it. I think he's he the relationship's not over, but he ends around basically the end of the third act. Mm-hmm. And then we go right into her getting drunk, walking down to the gaslight, and then going up on stage. Um so so it's mostly at that point 
her and then her talking about the relationship and where the how the relationship is falling apart. So he's not there, but he's there. He's, he's, he's represented contemplation. Like, let me revamp my relationship here on stage. Right. Okay, it's just like Let me tell you what I think about it. Yeah, yeah. it's just amazing. And and I think your your idea about um, Susie coming up and saying, I've got a plan, you know, mm -hmm. is perfect. I think that's the sort of the wrap up to make sure that, okay, it's not just the dissolution of it, but, but boom, there's a plan. And that, mm -hmm. that ties that up. Is your lease up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a ba-dump bump. <laughs> That was Midge back to normal. <laughs> the the new Midge, a lot like the old Midge, you know, mm. but not in a relationship. And now with a new direction. So I think signpost three for him is uh, his dreams get dashed. Right. Right. He loses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean dreams, innermost desires? Yeah. yeah. He also talks about what he's been. What he really wants to do. Yeah, yeah. He's, been, he's been contemplating leaving for a while, so now he's just doing it. That he does, I don't want this. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got the impulsive responses of the, you know, his, in, the reacting to the... Archie and Imogene being at the club, but... Well, but also, just right before that, I mean, the beginning of that is when, I think, when she finds out about the... Isn't that when he, she finds out that he's not writing his own material? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So you say, did you do the relationship one? Not yet. Oh, because that, that's... Go ahead. Oh, because doing is having fun, going to comedy clubs and doing that stuff, mm -hmm. then learning that he's a phony, mm -hmm. then obtains the breakup. Mm -hmm. Liz understanding right. is like her performance sort of thing. like. Right. About the distress. What, what happened? You know, she probably this new girl. Use dramatic. And the past, I mean, we would, you can even include the introduction as part of Signpost 1 for the main character. I mean, hello, <laughs> I was born. <laughs> it's practically, you know, my, here's my whole life. And, you know, it's the setup oh, for duh. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's, that one's just like pretty much established. And then... Then we get it, you know, a little bit more when she's talking about, she brings up the, the rabbi, you know, um, how things are changing. I think that's when, she, that's when she starts to notice the, some people laughing, some, and she knows Susie's not laughing, and, you know, that starts that, her understanding of, you know, her, where she, you know, what she is, you know, where, what she had, what, where she is, who she is, um, and her future, I think that the third one is, is that basically she says her future kind of go down the tubes, you know, all of her dreams of having the, you know, raising the kids and them going off and basically doing a genetic repeat of, of her life go down the, the drain, and then she's like, Okay, let me tell you what just happened to me. <laughs> you know, you know, just and her her whole stand up and you know is is pretty much the last act. I think that that fits really nicely. Jim, what were some supposed to be in for the relationship? What did you say? Three would be obtaining would be the breakup. Um, 
then four is we're kind of recounting it in the performance, coming to an understanding of what kind of relationship they have. So there's something really super interesting about this story form. So if this sets up the story for the whole season. Yes. Because I have a story form for the whole season. And assuming I'm right about it, she's steadfast for the whole season. Yes. And he changes. I think so, yes. Joel at the end, he yes. says she's actually good, right? Her, because she's steadfast, her focus and, or symptom and response is accurate and non-accurate. And she's in fixed attitude, which is the beer part. So it's almost like this one, because you go from doer to beer, right? And then for the the season story form, she's in that spot, using her problem and solution from this story as the focus that's and direction of the entire of, yeah. season. Well, that's, that's kind of how it works. I mean, you know, when Because I know you talked about that before, where it's like, change that fast, change that fast. Yeah. And this actually does it. Right, that's why this sets it up, and you can look at it as its own story, Whereas you start looking at the other other ones, they don't they don't work that way. But they also have a lot of other stories going on. The father and the mother have this thing going on. Um, certainly, the and the, I think you've got he and uh, she and Joel, but you also have she and Susie. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a relationship in a different story form. But yeah, that the the Joel the Joel and uh, Midge story form does resolve over the period, but it ends up in that one ends up. Well, I don't have, if I don't want to say it, if you guys haven't well, watched we the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? No, we go should ahead. Just give it away. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, she's at the end of it. She's quite okay without it, but he's really regretting where he is. So he changes, and it's a change, and he's, it's bad. <laughs> so it's a success bad story, as opposed to a, a, a failure good story. Because in the big picture, she's, well, she's my, mildly successful, but not fully. I mean, it, it's, I'm, I don't think, yeah, I think it's definitely a success, but on a really, the scale is really small. And I don't Have we ever had an example of that? That's a crazy. It's like it's so cool. Yeah. Oh, I don't well, think everybody always has not really done series done pilots, series. but everybody yeah. always asks, "Oh, how does a story form within a series compare to a pilot?" And now we have a perfect example where your theoretical where you can do it if you want, and that way you don't have to have your main character changing all the time. Well, and your theoretical thing of change steadfast has proved because I'm sure they didn't use dramatica to do this, but it fits perfectly in with the theory. Mm -hmm. Are there any episodes where it's changed? What's that? Episodes, singular episodes where you choose to change? I don't think so. I think there's just one. I mean, if you just look at her path from pilot to the end of that one, like you said, there's other ones that are in there that are kind of woven in, but like the central one is between, because there's still a lot more stuff between the two of them in their marriage. Right. And he comes to a place where he's like, all right, well, she's good. I have to do that. And he beats the crap out of somebody outside. Of the, no, it didn't give a wolf whistle, or what is it? Sort of said that some disparaging remark. He did some or, disparaging, yeah. actually, like defended her or something. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Great. I just, I just think it's amazing because it's like you have a, you so, have a real good test here of like what actually what works. 
Well, the thing that's in Mormon something that won the that Emmy the, for best that series. accurate and not accurate are the ones that stick around. Not, mm -hmm. not the change steadfast, but well, the because accurate. she changes. Because when you change, that's you your own justification, the, right? Right. So then, that's what's. It doesn't have to be, but that's a, that's the one that's hanging right there. So right. it's a pretty easy one to say. You know that approach, right? Maybe I should try. You know, try that. It, I mean, it was. It didn't work for me the last time, but maybe this time it will work because I've already resolved my other issue. Because that's her whole thing. It's she's like outrageous and stuff. Right. Oh, that's really cool. What is it? The overall story of the season. Has this episode fit into that first? No, it's a lead-in. No, it's, it's a lead-in. It's, like, lead it's like the story driver of the season. Right. So it would be the story driver. Right. It would be the inciting event for right. the season. For what happens. Like, yeah. there's how many there eight episodes in the season? Yeah. So is this, like, first part of Act 1? Uh, you know what I mean? Probably, yeah. That's yes. what I'm wondering. Like, does it fit in that? <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done that much detail, but I'm okay. sure. Yeah, if you did like every two episodes of the signpost, then. Right. It's what, nine so episodes? Like it be, I think it's eight. But actually. So that would be understanding, right? In the season. Understanding both responses, like those are the signposts. See, the only thing is that you'd have to watch the whole season because I don't remember. I couldn't drive on stuff. I don't remember either. I mean, I'm sort of I mean, watching. I'm in the middle of watching the second season, no, no, so I've kind of got that oh, fresh in my mind, apart from having to rewatch this. Which I, it's funny. I remembered where it started and where it ended, mm -hmm. and I remembered obviously the, the the main parts of it, but I wasn't sure if it had that much in the first one. You know, because I thought, well, was that part of second the second one? No, it's like <laughs> now the whole story is there because I, you know. Because it goes in the second season, it's a, it goes in a completely different direction. Um, it's much more about the family, uh, and the parents have their own little sub story that is kind of fun. Um, that's sort of a two, the two parter. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing because then you tell people when you write a pilot, it should be a complete story. That's well, it should because yeah. you want it to be satisfying. It's like why Star Wars one or four works so well because it's its own story, but it also sets up. Well, I'm not sure it accurately sets up a trilogy, but <laughs> they picked it up. They have the same characters, in right? <laughs> Just to double check, so you're saying non-accurate is her focus in so. the second, in the rest. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think so. There it's like I'm not good enough, and then so she spends a whole lot of time trying to be good enough as a comedian. Or so she was not is. accurate. And not so accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Oh. I was at it. Oh, you have a story form part? Yeah, yeah, for the season. For the season. For the season. Oh. And oh, I, I wasn't even thinking of it when we did this one. Yeah, I sort of was like, oh, I know it's <laughs> being, but I wasn't, I never, I didn't have anything in mind. And then like halfway through when we were doing it, I was like, and I looked it up and I was like, oh shoot, it just, all it does is it takes, hmm. she changes the problem solution and that becomes her focus and direction. All right. It's amazing. Uh, so, um, any other questions? No, excellent.
This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.